People, if you're not in the Christmas spirit yet, I don't know what we're going to do with you. But we will keep trying to entertain you with two more insightful and informative guests. The first of which is in lovely Monticello, Miss Amber Rector from Conley Bottom Resort and Marina. Right there on Lake Cumberland will be joining us. For those of you who already have spring fever this early in the winter, she will tell us about the many camping options, boating options they have available, but they also have plenty to enjoy during these winter months between now and then. So you're definitely going to want to hang around for that information. And afterwards, we will hear from a young but truly talented country singing sensation from right here in Henderson, 13-year-old Miss Annabelle Whitledge will talk with us, play for us, and she will give us the 411 on a very honorable nomination she has recently received for a prestigious award to be given in January. So kick back, relax, and enjoy Episode 9 of Blabbing in the Bluegrass starting right now. Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From California to Texas to Virginia. Yes, all of those Kentucky towns exist. Look them up. We got you covered on Blabbing in the Bluegrass, exploration and celebration of all things Kentucky. Sam Moore here at the comfy, cozy, Christmassy North Quail Motel in gorgeous Henderson, KY, and I hope you're ready to pack your bags and go to the lake. Lake Cumberland, that is, where we will find Miss Amber Rector in Monticello at the legendary Conley Bottom Resort and Marina. She is the office manager, and we're going to talk about lodging, camping, boating, fishing, you name it. All that the facility has to offer, and it's more than enough. We could have gone on for at least another 15-20 minutes talking about Conley Bottom. But we fought the urge due to time constraints, but you'll definitely... Want to check them out for yourselves, and you will be depriving yourselves if you don't. So we'll hear more about that momentarily, and then we'll hear Annabelle Whitledge sing one of her cute little songs. And uh, we'll, of course, talk to her about her musical background, and for her age, it's pretty impressive. And she's been nominated for a prestigious award to be uh, given out next month in January. So she will tell us all about what that is and how we can track this award and follow her pursuit of this notable honor. So uh, stay tuned, keep your seats, and email me while you're at it. It's bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com, B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N. Send me your questions, send me your comments, your suggestions for the show, guests that you would like to nominate, and you can also voice your opinions via Facebook. I do have the all-new Blabbing in the Bluegrass Facebook page up and running. All you got to do is head to Facebook, search Blabbing in the Bluegrass. It'll pop right up for you. You can catch all previous episodes there. You can stay up to speed on updates and information as they are presented. And, of course, you can leave comments, messages, and communicate with me that way. So I don't bite, I promise. Voice your thoughts, and I will be more than delighted to hear about them because you are definitely a valued listener in my book here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass. So, before we talk with Amber Rector, who is chomping at the bit to talk, she can hardly keep her mouth shut down there in Monticello at Conley Bottom, but Amber, be patient, we'll get to you in a second. Before we do, we have this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster. We have one of these every week, as you know, and we will have the answer at the end of the show. So try to hang in there for me, and uh, we will enlighten you in uh, due time on the answer to this week's question. So your Bluegrass Brain Buster is, I want you to name 
five Commonwealth communities with an animal in the name. That's right, name five cities in the bluegrass with an animal in the name. Now, if you've been with me from the get-go, we mentioned two of them in episode one. So, (laughs) I'll give you that much. And there are uh, more than five. I'm only asking you to name five communities that feature an animal in the name of the town. Now, I know that one of our beloved communities has twice elected a dog as its mayor. I won't give you the name of that town because that's one of our animal towns. So, don't want to give that away. But, (laughs) in fact, the town may still have a dog as mayor. I'm not sure. I'll have to get back with you on that. But anyway... You'd be brainstorming the name of animal towns in Kentucky, five of them, and we will have your answer in today's closing segment. It's yet another Blabbit in the Bluegrass Tourist Temptation. Well, today we are featuring, I tell you folks, I know a lot of you are thinking ahead to boating and swimming when the uh, spring rolls around. It's a little too cold for those options at this point, but still plenty to enjoy on Lake Cumberland, especially if you are a special guest at the Conley Bottom Resort and Marina. And here to give us the 411 on this legendary landmark is the proud office manager herself, Miss Amber Rector. <laughs> Hi. Amber, welcome aboard. Now, I know this venue has been in your family forever, since 79 to be exact. Now, how long have you been the office manager? Oh, I've been the office manager for the last several years. Several. Okay, so uh-huh. you're, <laughs> you're a seasoned pro, shall we say. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> I started working here when I was 16 um, in our cafe and then just kind of moved positions through the years. Oh, that's cool. So you're, you're well qualified to tell us about the cafe here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> that is question number six. So you can okay. be thinking ahead. But okay. uh, <laughs> we are so glad to have you this morning. And uh, we've heard a lot about, well, I've heard a lot about Conley Bottom through the years. And um, like we just mentioned, your family has owned and operated Conley Bottom Resort and Marina since 1979. So mm-hmm. you must be doing something right. So, uh, <laughs> well, we hope so walk us through the history of the resort over the past four plus decades and explain how it has consistently attracted and retained loyal patrons. Oh, we have seen so many changes throughout the years. Um, The business has grown in size tremendously. You know, we started with one very small building for our marina, and now we have, you know, a large marina and so much moorage and campground and lodging and just a little bit for everybody. Um, But I feel like we've been able to retain our patrons over the years just because we are family here. Right. And when our customers come here, we want them to feel like part of our family. So we try our best to always treat them that way. Well, I'd say you're definitely succeeding. It all goes back to <laughs> Charlie and Polly, right? Those it are, does. So those, <laughs> they got it all started, your grandparents. In fact, Charlie, uh-huh. um, Charlie was a, um, oh, what was his original position when he was a teenager? Oh, he just started as a dock hand when he was a dock 14. hand. That's it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the name of it. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and look what happened. Right. Hard work always pays off. It now, does. Um, there is no better place, Amber, for making memories than Conley Bottom. And uh, you and your brother Knox, along with Marina visitors, made many memories with your two childhood quote unquote pets. <laughs> Uh-huh. You had an enormous catfish named George and a mm-hmm. one-legged goose, affectionately known as Gray Goose. Mm-hmm. Now, a catfish and a goose, those are two uh, rare pet breeds, shall we say. Not too many people, yes. can, not too many people can say that uh, they had pet uh, catfish and, <laughs> and, and geese as children. Right. But anyway... Uh, tell us a little bit about your bonding time with these cherished companions, Amber, and uh, talk to us a little bit about how they frequently entertained you and your valued guests. Sure. Um, of course, my brother and I spent most of our days here at the marina when we were little and growing up um, uh-huh. while our parents and our grandparents were working. So, you know, we just needed something to do to pass the time. So we would spend our days at the minnow tanks, just kind of scooping up the dead minnows and throwing them into the lake. And this attracted 
catfish and we had a catfish that just frequented every day he got to where you know he was kind of waiting to be fed and so we named him George and we look forward to seeing him every day and the same with the goose he had one leg so he wasn't going anywhere and he was here every day and we just spent our time with him and our customers got to see him as well and they were just companions for us when we were young Right, and they fed him in the parking lot too, right? Oh, yes. He was a well-fed goose. <laughs> yes, that, that's why he kept coming back. That's right. And, and, the, and the catfish, he, he knew good company when he saw it. So yeah. <laughs> those are pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, you couldn't help but be there since uh, your parents and grandparents were, were so involved. In fact, your, um, uh -huh. your parents, in fact, your mom earned the name Fudgy, didn't she? She did, uh-huh. Because she, she was, uh, <laughs> she ate fudge sickles quite frequently when she was growing up. So. She sure did. When she was here at the marina, that's, that's how she got her name when she was growing up here. She got her nickname Fudgy from eating the fudge sickles every day. So I take it, I take it y'all still sell fudge sickles, correct? <laughs> <laughs> we try our best, yes. You try to, you try to keep them in stock. Yes. <laughs> I know they're in such high demand. Yeah. Now, uh, Amber, given its great location and beautiful surroundings, it's no wonder the resort annually brings in visitors from an incredibly wide radius. So why don't you give us an idea of the cities and states, or countries for that matter, from which uh, fans frequently flock to Conley Bottom? Sure. Most of our visitors are from Ohio. They are mainly around the Cincinnati area, but... Um, uh, most of them are from Ohio. We do have a lot of visitors from Northern Kentucky, from Tennessee, um, even as far as Michigan, um, Illinois, and Indiana, and even Texas. And then we have had the occasional visitor from a foreign country, um, from Germany and places like that. And I'm sure you've occasionally had visitors from London and Paris, Kentucky. So, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> we are international here in the Commonwealth. Whether yes, whether you realize right. it or not. Oh, and there's Cuba too. I don't know if you've ever yeah. heard of Cuba, Kentucky. But <laughs> anyway, you never know. You might have a visitor from Cuba before too long. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, I'll I'll try to send some your way. Now, yeah. uh, even if you uh, like the equipment or watercraft necessary for a fun-filled outing on Lake Cumberland, this definitely shouldn't stop you from treating your family to a well-deserved escape from dry land when spring rolls around. So, Amber, if you would, give us a rundown of the rental options for marina visitors and tell us about the storage availability for those that need it. Okay, sure. We have so many different rental options to choose from. Um, something for everyone to fit your budget, to fit your speed. We have deck boat rentals. We have pontoon rentals and several different sizes to choose from there. We have personal watercraft rentals. And then we also have houseboat rentals. So you can take those out and spend the night on those and it makes for a really great vacation. And then you have a wide array of storage options for those in we need, do. too. We sure do. We have moorage here. Um, we, we do slips annually. We do slips um, overnight. Um, and then we also offer dry storage options as well. I see. So regardless of what you need or how long you need it, <laughs> Conley <Yes>. Bottom <laughs> has options designed with you in mind. Now, um, if you're in search of a souvenir from Conley Bottom or perhaps some last-minute necessities for the water, you should look no further than the ship store located mm -hmm. at the marina. So, Amber, why don't you give us a summary of the essentials and the mementos that we can expect to find at the ship store? Sure. In our ship store, we have everything you might need in case you forgot your sunscreen or your beach towels or your sunglasses. We have um, all kinds of options for things like that. We also carry life jackets, tubes, um, water activities, that type of thing. Um, and then, of course, we have snacks and drinks and um, sure. just a store full of goodies. Yeah, no telling what you'll find, uh, especially in, <laughs> in the souvenir department. If you want something to remember your trip to Conley Bottom by, you can definitely oh, yes. find a, a wide array of things there. You, can you sure can. All can, kinds can, of sportswear. Uh -huh. are, are most of those souvenirs in the form of sportswear? 
they are. We, you know, have t-shirts and sweatshirts and hoodies and um, coats and shoes. And then, of course, you know, glasses and tumblers and anything with our logo on it um, that you might want, we've got it. Something to suit anybody's needs and style. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> anyway, now, uh, what are the hours for the ship store? Right now, um, we're open from 7 in the morning to about 7 in the evening. Um, we don't have much in store right now because we kindly, um, in the winter months, we don't really have our store stocked. Sure. In the summer, we'll be fully stocked and ready to go. And that's uh, seven days a week? It sure is. Uh -huh. Awesome. So seven to seven, seven days a week. That's easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of, of course, in the, in the summer, we'll be, we'll be open much later. It's usually 10. Okay, so more like 10 at night in the summer. Mm -hmm. I got you. So be watching for those summer hours here. That's right. In uh, another four or five months or so. Yes. Now, um, as we briefly touched on earlier, Conley Bottom is also home to the Simply Scrumptious Lighthouse Cafe where you used to spend your days. It <laughs> yeah. is the uh, perfect place to fill your belly before or after an exciting Lake Cumberland excursion. So, Miss Rector, tell us about the mouth-watering menu available at the cafe. Well, right now the cafe is currently under construction. We had a fire last year that destroyed our cafe. Oh, I'm sorry to hear um, that. Yes, yes. It, it actually destroyed the ship store and everything. But we have the ship store, of course, rebuilt and going. Sure. The cafe has been our project for this winter. So we hope to have it up and going by summer. Just kind of depends on weather and that type of thing. But um, okay. that's our plan. <laughs> so to, to wet our whistle between now and then, what, what are some of the signature specialties that they have? And the specialties, I, mean, I think that everyone's favorite were always the super fries. And they the were super just... super fries. Yes. They were just crinkle cut fries with shredded cheese and bacon, but everyone loved them. <laughs> Hey, that that sounds pretty darn good. Now, now, what's always been your favorite there since you used to work there? I always liked the chicken salad. We had homemade chicken salad, and it was probably my favorite. Homemade chicken salad. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, y'all be keeping your eyes and ears open for uh, more details about the Lighthouse Cafe. And several of the reviews I was reading, people were saying it was the best place to eat on Lake Cumberland. Oh, great. So, <laughs> we love to hear that. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll cross our fingers and um, we'll be ready to plow into some of those super fries when the time comes. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, uh, if spending the night on a houseboat just isn't your cup of tea, the resort offers attractive lodging facilities to suit various group sizes and preferences. So, Amber, give us an overview of the lodging options that customers can choose from. Well, we have three different lodging options to choose from. It just kind of depends on how many people you are trying to accommodate and whether or not you need cooking facilities. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we have our smallest unit is what we call our motel unit. It is just a typical motel room with two queen size beds. Mm -hmm. Our efficiency unit is the next size up and it has two queen size beds also. And then it has a kitchen and that's just all in the same room together. And then our largest unit is the one bedroom unit and it has a living room and a kitchen and then it has a separate bedroom with two queen size beds. And of course, all of our lodging is, is overlooking the lake. It's in a beautiful spot. Yes, and, and even though most people don't think about braving it and getting in the water right now, <laughs> you can still soak up the beautiful views and you can still enjoy a nice little getaway with your family in one of those units. Now. Um, how far in advance do you generally recommend that people reserve those? In the summer, um, we would definitely recommend, go ahead and call now if you have a particular date that you're looking for, because we do fill early on those. Awesome. So, so that makes sense. Summer fills up quick. So talk to Miss Amber and she'll get you reserved. Yes, <laughs> for, sure <your> will. <laughs> for your summertime getaways, as well as answer any other questions that you may have. So, yes. uh, we'll be <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, uh, Conley Bottoms Lakeshore Campground is a scenic source of fun and relaxation for both tent dwellers and RV ramblers. So, mm -hmm. Amber, why don't you give us a description of the campsites and talk about the accommodations and the activities that campers can enjoy. Sure, we have over 150 campsites located in our campground. 
Our campground is right on the lake. Um, and then each site has water and electric. We have picnic tables and fire rings. Um, we have a few sites that do have sewer. Mm -hmm. um, our campground has a playground for your kids. And then it also has a swimming area to swim right in the lake. Um, as far as activities, we do several different things. Our biggest activity in the campground is probably our Halloween camp out. And okay. you don't want to miss out on that because it's so much fun. We do the hay rides and the kids dress up in costumes and they go trick-or-treating from site to site. And it's just a lot of fun. Well, we'll mark that on our calendar for October of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. And then of course, uh, the, uh, the rates vary depending on if you have a boat or not and mm -hmm. how long you want to stay. Thank you. Of course. So you can talk to Amber and she'll give you the info on that. And then as far as the RVs, you can uh, rent those sites annually or just short term, correct? We do have some permanent RV sites. Um, they are full, but we have a waiting list. We'd be glad to put anybody on the list. And then we do have seasonal sites as well. Um, and they are done. Um, this year, we're going to do a lottery on those and we'll be drawing names. Somebody's going to win. Might as well be you. That's so, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now if those permanent spots, if those annual rentals are full right now, that tells you that it must be a pretty great place. And you can... <laughs> sleep just a few feet away from the water's edge. You so sure <laughs> definitely something to be said for that. Now, uh, Amber, you've, you've been great, full of insight and uh, information. But before we wrap this thing up, in 30 seconds or less, why don't you give us your best sales pitch for Conley Bottom Resorts <laughs> and Marina as the perfect piece of paradise for both water junkies and nature lovers? Sure. Conley Bottom is located in the most beautiful setting. It's just a beautiful piece of the lake and we are directly off the main lake so it's easy access for everyone. Um, we offer a variety of fun field activities and our crew will always do their best to make sure that your vacation is a wonderful experience here with us. It's truly family serving family. It is. So, uh -huh. <laughs> definitely uh, look them up and uh, Go pay him a visit. It's ConleyBottom.com on the web, and then there's the generic email. But Amber, why don't let's give them your email address, and they can contact you directly. It's Amber at ConleyBottom.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, she can answer any questions that you may have. If she doesn't know the answer, she can get it. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> and then why don't let's give them that phone number, shall we? Sure. The number at the marina is 606-348-6351. Perfect. Call that for uh, reservations, information, mm -hmm. anything you got. Well, uh, Amber right. Rector, we've sure enjoyed talking to you, and we look forward to the summertime when we can really get our fill of the water. But even now, we can still enjoy the attractions and the views. Sure. And <laughs> you can sure. bond with Amber and her three generations <laughs> <That's right. laughs> to be a part of the uh, Conley Bottom Resort and Marina. Well, uh, you've been a blast, Amber, and we'll do it again sometime. Okay, thank you so much for having me. And in addition to the website, you can check them out on Facebook. It's at Conley Bottom Resort. The Twitter handle is at Conley Bottom KY. And on Instagram, you can easily locate them simply at Conley Bottom. So make those plans now. Book that trip and enjoy a peaceful escape from reality at the perfect place to take in some water, friends, family, and one-of-a-kind fellowship. None other than Conley Bottom Resort and Marina on beautiful Lake Cumberland in Monticello, KY. Tell them Sam Moore sent you, and while you're there, be sure to give Miss Amber Rector nothing but our very best, okay? We sure appreciate that. So, let's stroll on along now to another... Commonwealth crowd pleaser. Now, as you know, on any given week, this could be an author, a musician, a comedian, maybe an athlete at some point. <laughs> who knows what the future holds? But anybody who wows audiences across the Commonwealth, and trust me, this next guest most certainly wows. In fact, we've got another musician on tap. Remember a few weeks ago when we had Miss Maggie Hollis on from Henderson, the wonderful aspiring country artist who dazzled us with her charm and her original music. Well, today we have one of Maggie's best friends, also from Henderson, Miss Annabelle Whitledge, who also has country music in her veins. In fact, Annabelle and Maggie participated in a competition at the State Fair together, not this year, but last year. 
So uh, she will tell us all about that as well as her future aspirations and then share with us one of her originals. So let's hear what Miss Annabelle has to say and let's hear what she has to sing. Sam Moore proudly presents his Commonwealth Crowd Pleaser. In today's Commonwealth Crowd Pleaser, we are featuring a musician that may be small in age, but she's big in talent, and she's been uh, holding audiences in the palm of her hand for a number of years, despite being so young. And uh, she is poised to take the country music world by storm. From my hometown of Henderson, Kentucky, let's welcome 13-year-old Miss Annabelle Whitledge. Annabelle, Hi. thanks for coming on with us today. We are quite pleased to have you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, hey, it, we, this show just would not be the same without you. So I would not miss out <laughs> on the opportunity to interview Miss uh, Annabelle Whitledge. Now you're 13 years old. What, uh, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade this year. Eighth grade. What, uh, what school do you go to here in town? North. North Middle. All right, then. Well, how's, um, how's this non-traditional instruction treating you? I mean, it's good. It's a little difficult, but my teachers are great. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> good teachers make all the difference, whether you're in person or online. So <laughs> I'm also a former North cadet, but I went there a year or two back. So uh, I won't tell you exactly how long ago <laughs> it was, but... Anyway, yep, North is... You don't uh, have to if you don't want to. You don't have to. <laughs> well, I'm only 32, so I guess, you know, I, I guess that's still somewhat young anyway. At least I like to tell myself that. So <laughs> anyway, Annabelle, you've been singing beautifully and uh, delighting audiences for a number of years, despite being so young. So tell me, Annabelle, when exactly did you first realize that you wanted to become a singer? I mean, I always just knew that I wanted to. Like, it was just always there. Like, stage is where I belong. Okay. Well, that, that's cool stuff. Um, did you, is it in your genes? Um, do, uh, do very many of your other family members sing or play as well? Um, yes, my mom's side is, like, really, really into music. But my dad's side, my grandma used to sing to me when I was little. And, like, I know all those little, like, church hymns and stuff, but I think that's where I kind of got started. Oh, okay. So you're, <laughs> you're an expert when it comes to the oldies but goodies. Now, <laughs> that's now, true. That's true. <laughs> now, um, do you play any instruments so far? Um, I just started guitar lessons two weeks ago over at Midtown Music, and I'm pretty excited with those, but I'll leave the guitar playing over here to Grant Carter. <laughs> yeah, Grant Carter is your uh, trusty guitar picker, and he's going to help you out on your, uh, on your song here shortly. Well, way to go. Uh, good luck with those guitar lessons. Now, uh, <laughs> tell us, Annabelle, about your first, um, or your musical influences, I should say, who have inspired you to sing and perform. Um, I really used to listen to like Taylor Swift's old stuff, but I really love Miranda Lambert and like her attitude on stage. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, she is quite the performer, isn't she? She is, and I mean, I've met lots of great people in this business, like Jeff Bates, and he's been a really great mentor to me. Um, J.C. Stone has really helped me out a lot, and um. Steve Bridgman, he's just a good friend. Like, he's just a good friend to rely on. Okay, well, that's awesome. Now, uh, Jeff Bates, a lot of people might remember him from the love song. That's um, probably his signature song from a while back. He had several others, but, um, yeah, Jeff produced an album for you, did he not? He did. Awesome. Now, uh, what about Steve and J.C.? Who are they? Um, J.C., I met him in Evansville playing one night and like I just automatically knew like he was showing me some songs he was writing that night and like I automatically knew like he's he's a pretty good musician and he seemed really trustworthy and he still is till this day and Steve I actually that's how I met Jeff Bates and he we come to each other's shows when we're in town and he's just a great dude okay so you you met Jeff through Steve then Mm -hmm. that's yes. pretty cool now um 
when did you first take the stage in front of a live audience, Annabelle? And uh, what do you remember most about this performance? I was nine years old when I first had like my official, official show. Uh huh. But I mean, I sang in church a little bit, but I mean, it was never really like considered my show. Were you like with a group of people, like a choir type of thing? I had solos in church, but they were not very big. I was, I was a kind of a scaredy cat back then. Oh, gotcha. So <laughs> you finally came out of your shell officially when you were nine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, where was your first official show? It was over at Gregory Lake. Um, it was for a cancer benefit. Her name was Evie, and she was around my age. So, I mean, I was really excited to play that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can see you being excited for, for your first show. Were you a little nervous? Not really. I mean, I kind of just didn't think anything of it. Well, I just kind of just got up there. <laughs> that's what natural born performers do, I guess. So, well, <laughs> well cool beans. Look how, look how far you've come over a short four-year time frame. Now, uh, talk a little bit about your uh, songwriting experience and tell us about the uh, types of songs that you most enjoy writing, Annabelle. I mean, I'm not really going to say that I enjoy like a certain like upbeat or like slower songs or like love songs because they're all great. Me and Carter will sit in here and write songs and we'll kind of just send them on to our, I guess, Chef Bates actually. And, um, we just really have a good time doing that. And it's really a good way to just like let everything out, I think. Okay. So you don't restrict yourself to, to one genre or one type of song. You try to write a little bit of everything. Try to. Mostly country, though. It's all country. I've never written any other song. But. Right. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> when it's in your veins, it's in your veins. Now, yeah. Uh, now, uh, about, about how many songs have you written so far? Do you know? 30-ish. Oh, that's uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah, some are better than others, but, but hey, I, I am proud. They're all songs, and um, they may all take your places someday, so they all count. So we, uh, yeah. we definitely applaud you for that. That's 30 more than uh, most 13-year-olds have written, so kudos <laughs> to you on that one. Now, um, what is the biggest audience that you've entertained so far, Annabelle? Honestly, I'd probably have to say 2,500 because I'm pretty sure that that was at my album release. Okay. No, it was not. I'm not sure. Well, that's, that's pretty sweet. 2,500 is um, pretty impressive. It's a, a bigger crowd than most 13-year-olds have uh, performed in front of, that's for sure. Now, where, uh, where was your album release? It was over at Right Beside Fire Dome at the Lumberyard, and it was a really great turnout. I'm really excited about that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that, <laughs> that sounds pretty exciting. It's a great way for you to uh, generate interest in and awareness of your new album. So, uh, gotta ask you this, Annabelle, do you get more nervous taking the stage before a massive amount of people that you've never met or a small audience filled with many friends and family? For sure, the small audience. Oh, with a lot of people you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because, um... I don't know. It feels like everyone's looking at you when in a big <laughs> audience, like you just don't know anyone and you're just there. And um, I sang at the Ford Center. I'm so sorry. I thought I got the numbers wrong on my album release. It was oh, actually. Right. Ford so you, so you've, um, you've taken the stage at the Ford Center. Um, I sang the national anthem there and um, it was a cool. great turnout. It was a great turnout for that game. So I was really excited. Was it a, uh, was it an Aces game? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. University of Evansville Purple Aces for our audience that isn't familiar with them. And so that had to be quite an honor to uh, 
play at the Ford Center there. But um, anyway, yeah, you're not the first one I've heard say that they get more nervous in front of a small audience with people they know because <laughs> friends friends tend to uh, speak their minds and you know it always it's always a little scary whenever they start with something like can I be honest with you <laughs> oh yeah you were great but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like I'm your friend so you want me to be honest with you right and you're like yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're not the first one I've heard say that though but but anyway it's uh it's good that you get that experience in front of uh, all types of crowds, for sure. Now, um, of all the venues that uh, you've had the pleasure of playing so far, Annabelle, tell us which one is your favorite and describe what makes it so special to you. Um, I played Tootsies down in Nashville one time, and that was a crazy crowd. They were loud and singing along and just... Uh, I can't even put it into words. Oh, yeah. Tootsie's Orchid Lounge is a, a legendary place. And um, <laughs> how uh, how long did you get to play that night? About an I hour? About 30 minutes or so. 30 minutes. Probably. I, that's a big venue to get some experience under your belt. Now, um, where else have you played down there in Nashville? Um, I played Layla's, and that was probably for about 30 minutes, too. Oh, Layla's Bluegrass Inn. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. My buddy Jonathan really likes that place. He's been there a time or two, and he's he's really fallen in love with it. So maybe he'll catch you one night while you're in there. Next time, next time you perform at Layla's, you never know. Yeah. He, he might be there. Now, um, anyway, in uh, 2019, you teamed up with your friend, Miss Maggie Hollis, who is uh, one of my former guests here on the show. We featured her a few weeks ago. So anyway, y'all teamed up to compete in the Kentucky State Fair Talent Classic. So if you would, um, talk to me a little bit about what you enjoyed most about this competition and uh, what did you learn from it? Um, what I enjoyed most was probably spending the day with one of my best friends and meeting all the people down there because you get to meet some pretty interesting people down there. And, oh yeah, I'd say so. Oh yeah. And the place or the thing that I learned most from that is no matter how prepared you think you are, you're not because like one of us lost our voice when we were about to go on stage. And so we're chugging like honey and salt water and it was oh, just like no. crazy. <laughs> that timing couldn't have been any worse. <laughs> but, no, yeah no, but, <laughs> i'd say you worked through it pretty well though you uh, you finished pretty strong in that competition so i guess that may be in your future again most likely can you see yourself competing in uh, the talent classic at some point I, in the future i don't really know um i'm not really big on competitions Gotcha. I never really have any luck with those. I I just feel I don't want to say they're all rigged because some are different than others, but they're just not my favorite. Well, I just that's why a lot of people like don't like to do American Idol either. So, <laughs> so it's the best the best singer doesn't always win. So <laughs> that's definitely understandable. Now. Um, Tell us, Annabelle, about your uh, tutors and mentors who have assisted and supported you throughout your pursuit of music. You told us about some of them. Why don't you expand a little more on that? Um, again, I have to bring up Jeff Bates. And um, he's just been there through everything. I met him. I was probably 11 because we recorded my EP when I was 12. And uh -huh. so he's just been there and he's taught me so many cool things, like things that I wouldn't even think about, like up on stage. And it's, he's just a great guy. Like if you ever get, if any of you guys ever get the chance to go see Jeff Bates, do it, do it in a heartbeat. He's got a heck of a voice. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, he does. It, it, it's definitely not one that you're going to get mixed up with, with anybody else. Now, um, no. where all have you seen him perform? He performed at my album release party, 
and I originally met him at this one like music place we were all singing at kind of the same venue this record label place I I don't really pay attention where I go. I kind of just <laughs> sometimes the names of the venues are kind of an afterthought, aren't they? <laughs> Pretty much. I just remember going, playing, packing up, and leaving. <laughs> like, hey, that was fun. Let's go. <laughs> but yes, I um, saw him at a church one time, and he killed it there. Like his church gigs are unforgettable. Oh, I can imagine. And with a voice like that, I'm sure he. Um, I'm sure he really enjoys doing the gospel songs too. Yes. So <laughs> definitely worth going to see when uh, when you get a chance. I'm sure Jeff will be back around these parts sooner than later. At least we hope. Now, um, Annabelle, if you could take the stage at the Grand Ole Opry this weekend with an artist of your choice, but you can only choose one, who would it be and why? I asked Maggie this question too, so I'm interested to see how your answer compares to hers. I would honestly take the stage of Grant Carter over here. Because Look at you. <laughs> we, like every time we take the stage, like I feel like it's just like punching it. Like I feel like we just punch the time card and it's, it's over. It's over from there. Is Grant paying you to say that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's slipping me the 20 right now. <laughs> Only kidding. You know, um, Maggie said Garth Brooks. So. Maggie said Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good answer. I should have stole that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I think she just wants to get up there and belt out friends in low places with him. I do too. I'll tell you, that's like the ultimate party song and that's got to be the, that's got to be the most beloved karaoke song that Garth Brooks ever recorded. I think it is. I've never been to a bar where they don't play that song. Oh yeah, at least one person's always going to sing France in low places. And you got to love the third verse. Oh, I I can't sing the third verse cuz of my age, but Oh, well, I, I wouldn't go make you sing it. Verse. Yeah, it, this is a this is a uh <laughs> this is a PG show, so I wasn't going to get into specifics <laughs> anyway. But but if you haven't heard it, folks, check out Friends in Low Places and take a listen to that third verse. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. I know I uh, pointed that out when uh, I was talking to Maggie, too. But I'm telling you, it's worth listening to. Now, um, one thing we should point out, um, Annabelle messaged me this morning just before we uh, did the interview she said I was she said I'm looking forward to later on and um, I just got this news yesterday and I looked at it and uh, sure enough she had just been nominated for the Rising Star Award in uh, January's Hollywood Music and Media or did I get that backwards is it media and music it's music and media. Okay, music and media. So <laughs> I, I had it right the first time. Well, good deal. That's awesome, though. That's a that's a great honor. Um, how how did you earn that nomination? My friend Fran, um, she really kind of put me in there, and she just kind of threw my name around. And I did a couple of Zoom calls with these people, but I'm so glad that they nominated me. Like it's just an honor to be nominated. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, is Fran just like um, somebody you know here in town or one of your music connections, or, or who is Fran? Um, her name is Fran Marcella, and she's kind of part of Friday After Five. Oh, okay. There, June 4th, and it is actually their 25th anniversary this year. It is the 25th year of Friday After Five, you guys. That's hard to believe. I didn't even realize yeah. I lived here all my life and I did not realize that. So Friday After Five has been going on since 1995. That is quite, <laughs> that is quite an impressive feat. Now, uh, how did you find out about this nomination last night? Did you get a phone call, an email? What happened? Well, my dad, um, sent me a text and he let me read it and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you were speechless, huh? Yeah, that's all I had was wow. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know this podcast is not nearly as exciting for you as being nominated for the Rising Star Award, but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to have you on it anyway. Now, uh, is this, um, 
I know the awards are in January. Is this something like the public can vote for between now and then? Or is it like a committee that votes? It's like a board that votes. Oh, okay. So like, I can't vote for you for this thing? I wish you could. I'd love for you to vote for me, but can't. You know I would put in at least one or more if I could. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I slipped those votes from a different account. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I will definitely be crossing my fingers and toes. That would be quite an honor. And I know that award show might be done virtually, but man, wouldn't it be great to get to go to Hollywood? Oh my gosh, it would be. That'd be crazy. Well, my friends are like, oh, you're not missing <laughs> much, but it, I still want to go. Oh yeah, that's one of the, I mean, I wouldn't want to live there, but I'd want to go to Hollywood at least once just to, oh, yeah. <laughs> just to check it out. So we'll, um, we'll be rooting for you. And those awards are January. Do you know the date exactly? January the 27th. January 27th. Well, we'll be watching and uh, pulling for you a hundred percent. Do you know what channel? It's going to be virtual on Facebook. Oh, okay. So it's not actually on TV. No. Okay. Well, but, but <laughs> Facebook's easy enough. So y'all get on there. Um, watch I the Hollywood. I don't know if it's on TV, actually. I was trying to mouth to my dad. I was like, is it on TV or not? But I oh, have no, we don't have a clue. Well, check, check your TV listings, folks. It may turn up. <laughs> on your yeah. television but it you we know. just found out last night we don't know all the details <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm only catching you uh, less than 24 hours after you after you found out about it so <laughs> but folks regardless of the means that you have to go to to uh, keep up with annabelle on the award show make sure that you go to those links uh hit up social media or turn on the tube and follow her in her quest for the rising star award in january now um before we let you sing annabelle i gotta ask you what are your ultimate goals and aspirations well i just want it all i want to play on the grand old offering i want it, I want all. it. <laughs> I want it big and um I just want to share my music with people because that's what I love. Anything to get yourself out there. I understand. Well, uh, good deal. You're off to a great start with that. And we wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. Now, before we let Annabelle go, she is going to perform the song that earned her the nomination for the Rising Star Award. And Mr. Grant Carter, her... Uh, Sidekick is going to help her out with some guitar picking during this song. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this song you're going to perform for us, Annabelle? Um, my good friend Thomas Mack wrote it for me. And as soon as I heard it, I was just like, this song, this song's amazing. So we recorded it and it's the name of my EP. So I hope you guys like it. There you go. And the rest, as they say, <laughs> is history. So... Let's uh, <laughs> close our mouths and open our ears and take a listen to the lovely and talented Annabelle Whitledge. I don't care what they say 
Yeah. Good job, Annabelle Whitledge. That was fantastic. Thank you. And, uh, Thank the you song so is No Strings, and that is the song that uh, earned her the nomination for the Rising Star Award at January's um, Hollywood Music and Media Awards. Grant Carter accompanying her on the guitar. Well done, sir. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll have you back for an encore here uh, sooner than later, Annabelle. That was great. We sure appreciate you coming on with us. And uh, do you have any shows scheduled in the near future where people can find you? I know this past weekend you were at uh, Zaps in Mount Vernon, right across the river here. Do you have any others lined up? Um, I am actually playing at Half Moon Saloon on New Year's Eve. Um, with nine to 12, I'm pretty sure. And you guys should definitely all be there, okay? Because it's going to be a good time. It's going to be me and my man over here, Grant Carter. Okay, now we'll, we'll be sure and uh, pencil that in. New Year's Eve, and you said it was the High Noon Saloon? Yes, it is New Year's Eve. Half Moon oh, the Half Moon Saloon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I misunderstood you. Now, where is that? Um, it is in Mount Vernon, Indiana. Okay. So, <laughs> you're just hitting up all the hot spots in Mount Vernon, aren't you? So, <laughs> New There's Year's... really not a lot of places playing right now, so we're just still trying to get out because that's what we love to do. Yeah, you're just going where you can. I understand. So New Year's Eve, Half Moon Saloon, and you said uh, 9 to midnight, right? Yes. Perfect. Three hours of Annabelle Whitley. You just don't get no better than that. Well, uh, we wish you the best, and uh, we thank you again for coming on with us, Annabelle. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, all the best. You take care, dear. All righty. Now, don't forget to keep tabs on Annabelle through her website. That would be AnnabelleWhitledgeMusic.com, or you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All three places, it's at Annabelle Whitledge Music. She is consistent, and she certainly maintains a strong presence on social media. And wasn't it great having Miss Annabelle Whitledge on Blabbing in the Bluegrass? Quite a true talent. With a rich, pure voice, I know there is nothing but a bright future in store for her, and we will definitely be tracking her success in pursuit of the Rising Star Award come January. So you keep tabs on us, and we will keep you posted. We will certainly be in her cheering section throughout the duration of the process. And we also want to tip our cap to Miss Amber Rector from Monticello. She was a wealth of information on Conley Bottom Resort and Marina on Lake Cumberland. I would expect her to be a wealth of information, given that uh, her family has owned the resort since 79. But nonetheless, she did have quite a commendable debut here on Blabbit in the Bluegrass, and we sure appreciate her time today. Now, before we put this thing to bed, you know what we got coming up. We have the answer to today's Bluegrass Brain Buster. And going back to the beginning of the show, let's recap. I wanted you to name five Commonwealth communities with an animal in the name. And there are plenty more than that, as you'll hear. But being the nice guy that I at least attempt to be, I only ask you to name five of them. And uh, just because they're not on my list doesn't mean they don't exist. So chances are I probably left a few off. So if I did, you uh, email me or Facebook me and let me know about them, okay? But here is my list of Kentucky communities with an animal in the name. The first is Possum Trots, which is in Marshall County. It's an unincorporated community, but of course, all of these are unincorporated communities. I know that comes as a real shocker to you. And uh, just over the road a little bit from Possum Trot is Monkey's Eyebrow. A Monkey's Eyebrow is an unincorporated community in Ballard County, about all 30, 40 miles over from uh, Possum Trot, and right smack dab in the middle between the two is Paducah. Just to the east of Paducah is Marshall County's Possum Trot, and just to the west of Paducah is Ballard County's Monkey's Eyebrow. Then we have Bee Lick. Bee Lick is an unincorporated community in Pulaski County. Of course, the county seat of Pulaski is Somerset. Give you a bit of a point of reference there. So right outside Somerset is the great Bee Lick. Don't deprive yourself. P. 
pay him a visit. Next chance you get. Next we have two licks, actually. We have Deer Lick and we have Wolf Lick. And oddly enough, they're both located in Logan County. That's right, Logan County is home to both Deer Lick and Wolf Lick. Logan County's seat is Russellville, so next time you're in the Russellville area, you're just too close not to visit the two licks. I mean, there ought to be a law against not visiting. So, put that on your bucket list. Next, we have Wolf Pit. Now, I need to uh, I need to give some props to my former radio partner at Western, Adam Stapleton. He went by Stendar on the radio. Anyway, he is a Pike County native. He informed me about Wolf Pit uh, a while back when I was doing a Facebook post on animal name communities in Kentucky, and I left it out. So, I definitely have to make an appearance in Wolf Pit sooner than later. Next one I have, well, we have two horses, actually. Horse Branch and Horse Cave. Not terribly far apart from each other. Horse Branch is in Ohio County. Horse Cave is in Hart County. Pretty close to Mammoth Cave. Close enough, I guess, that we still have, you know, the cave theme going on. And then we have two rabbit communities, Rabbit Ridge which is right down the road from me in Hopkins County. And then we have Rabbit Hash, which is in Boone County. Of course, the county seat of Boone is Florence. So they're right up there by Cincinnati. And Rabbit Hash has a legendary general store. I mean, just chock full of history and charm. I definitely have to feature the Rabbit Hash general store at some point on Blabbing in the Bluegrass. Don't let me forget about it either. It's just too much of an attraction for me to look past it. And then we have Pig. We can't forget about Pig in Edmondson County, Kentucky, not far from Bowling Green. In fact, our new friend Jessica Blankenship highlighted Pig last week when she told us about an up-and-coming artist from there named Rye Davis on the country scene. So we'll have to keep our ears and eyes open for Rye Davis and keep pulling for him because I'm sure he is quite proud to call Pig Kentucky home. He gave them an official spot on the map. And my last community with an animal in the name, at least the last one on my list, is Black Gnat. Black Gnat is an unincorporated community in Taylor County, Kentucky. Of course, the county seat of Taylor is Campbellsville. My Aunt Susan actually told me about Black Gnat. She grew up in Greene County, just next door from Taylor County, and she tells me that Black Gnat is so small she doesn't think they even have a stop sign. But that doesn't mean it's not worth paying them a visit. So stop on in if you're ever strolling around Campbellsville University or you're down there visiting family, friends, or what have you. Stop into Black Gnat. I get this feeling that you definitely won't regret it. So, if I left any off, let me know about them. Bluegrassblabbit at gmail.com B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N at gmail.com Or you can also... Hit me up on the Facebook page. It's Blabbing in the Bluegrass on Facebook. Leave me a comment or a message there. I would love to hear from you through those means as well. So, next week, gang, it's the last show before Christmas. Come on back and we will help get each other in the spirit if we're not already. And in the meantime, do me a favor. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.